Hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is, uh, when I mean the rest, you say, well, I mean, if you're skeptical or, in, you know, what is it, inquisitive? If you're an inquisitive, or you know how they used to say inquiring minds? Want, well, actually, maybe doesn't, no one remembers, but there used to be a saying, inquiring minds want to know. Uh, believe it or not, I don't think that was for the National Enquirer, though. I think it was for something else that I can't think of. But uh, if you're inquiring, curious, or skeptical, you say, okay, what did you, so what are you going to do? And I'd say, well, thank you. But here's what I'm going to try to do. I'm going to attempt, and I can't guarantee, I'm going to try to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever is keeping you awake, whether it's thinking feeling sensing inside you know no, you know noises like let's say your cat actually has cat scratch fever i don't know what that is and i got it my stomach's making the noise like i think cat scratch fever something offensive scoots and i'd say well i'm, I'm misusing it in a mis, you know misguided metaphor anyway but let's say your you let's say your cat has something metaphor metaphorical cat scratch fever where it's just scratching and like every time, and this could be also a metaphor within a, you know, this is just a, it could be a cat metaphor for other things. So bear with me. But I can't think, like there is probably like a small, less than 1%, you know, in, in a point percentile, you know, point zero something of people that find cat scratching comforting. Uh, there just is. And, and that's great for those people. Uh, unfortunately for them, they're probably the ones that have don't have, you know, their cats don't scratch. But, you, you, like, okay, let me try to get through this. If you have a cat that, scratch, that has a, this uh, fictional disease we're calling cat scratch fever, which would probably be just be called obsessive cat scratching cat, you know, well, you couldn't, you don't want to use it if your cat has obsessive scratching I don't think they're disorders anymore. That's probably, would you know, we don't want to shame the cat because it scratches so much. But you kind of do when it's scratching at night. Uh, like as soon as your head hits the pillow, the cat starts scratching. And at first, you know, like five years ago when, you know, it was Fluffy Jr., you'd say, oh, that's cute because Fluffy's starting to scratch at stuff. And then who knows, you know, our lives take turns and sometimes the cat, you know, it feels the emotional resonance with it, with us, and then it's uh, you know it starts doing stuff, or at least my pets do. You know the pets that have made it, unlike my gerbils, Chitter One and Chitter Two. Neither one of those, you know. Well, you know my my dog Koa now. She's you know she's got it. She's got doggish. But but anyway, let's say this if a cat scratches a lot, and and as you go to sleep, uh, if you're new here, you get why the podcast puts people to sleep yet. You know you know what I'm saying. Uh, but let's say your fictional cat, Fluffy, to, what do we say Fluffy Jr. scratches? And, and as soon as your head hits the pillow, starts scratching. And at this point, you might even wonder, is Fluffy scratching or am I, ima- you know, is Fluffy scratching downstairs or am I imagining that? And then you might, like, it creates a little, uh, like, thing inside where you're clenching, I, I would say. Because you're like, I know as soon as I drift off, Fluffy's going to come upstairs and start scratching. And then I'm going to, you know, wonder if Fluffy's scratching at my, you know, Afghan, my favorite Afghan, or my favorite, you know, whatever it is. 
Well, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to try to create a safe place where I can take your mind off of cat scratch fever, cat scratching, misguided metaphors. You actually I'll be using misguided metaphors to take your mind off of that. You know, if you've been if you've been told you have a cat disorder, you're probably feeling some emotions about that. So if you are, you know, or if you have an emotional cat, I'll try to take your mind off of those things too. And here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use uh, creaky, dulcet tones, uh, pointless meanders, clearly. Distra- you know, cat, I'm like a, my brain, it doesn't have anything as dramatic as a laser pointer. Uh, but, you know, I'll be distracted like a cat. I'll say, what is that? What's that? What's that? That just went through my brain like a little choo-choo. Oh, yeah, it was inquiring minds want to know. You know, now I came of I came of age in the '80s when that meant something. But I don't I, I don't remember. That's that's why that's why ads work. Uh, I, I guess I guess they don't work long term. You know, they maybe the the stuff they said about watching TV too much TV is true. Because I remember inquiring minds want to know. Because uh, I remember inquiring minds want to know, but I don't remember what it was. Because I, I, I would, I don't remember. I don't think the National Enquirer even needs advertising, so you wouldn't need that to sell National Enquirer, um, unless it says it on the front of it, and it's just from being in the checkout and having nothing to look. You know, don't you? You can't look at the candy because you're not getting any. And it, I mean, she's talk about how come they don't call that entrapment? Like, how many kids have gotten? And I don't mean, you know, this, I love candy. Like, let's not make it about a, but isn't that entrapment putting that there? I mean, obviously it's to get the parents to buy the candy. But I mean, how many, have we done any social studies about, uh, or anthropological, whatever that is, anthropologist type stuff about uh, shoplifting? Now let's not blow this into some lawsuit because we don't have time for that. uh, And that causes sleeplessness. But yeah, as a child of the 80s, there used to be a saying, inquiring minds want to know. I, I guess I don't have it attached. I want to say it was a TV show, uh, but I, I guess I was just trying to answer. If you had an inquiring mind saying, who, who, who do you think, why are you trying to put me to sleep? What are you doing? I said, well, okay, I told, here's, here's our intro. Well, here's a couple of things. Let me answer a couple of questions. So this podcast has about a 12-minute intro. Now, it's not ads or fluff or anything. You know, we we usually only have one ad, and then I like to promote somebody for free. And then I have the credits where I thank the people that work on the show. That's like the first four minutes, five minutes of the show. And then we'll have about a 15- to 12-minute intro here that we're in the middle of. Believe it or not, a lot of people fall asleep to this intro. If you find you don't like it, you could skip ahead. It has, I put the timestamps in there, or we have another show called Sleep to Strange that comes out on Monday and Wednesdays. That's in iTunes and podcatching. That doesn't have any intros. It's older shows with the intros taken out and no music, too. So no theme music or, or jingles. Um, but so I'm going to finish up this intro here and then we'll, uh, we'll, then we'll go on to the, the show proper, the setup, and then the show. But yeah, this intro is a part of the show. For for a lot of people, this is their Pavlovian, you know, like a comfort blanket or whatever the heck you want to call it. You know, Pavlovian, I mangle, you know, I mangle man, I, I just almost said mangle manifors. Who's Paul Manifold? That name's in my head for some reason. Manafort, I think that's somebody that was working in politics. 
uh, but I meant to say metaphor, and then I said manifold, mangled manifold, and then I said Paul Manafort. But, but a, a, a oh Pavlovian mangled metaphors. That's what I was saying. But anyway, uh, so that's what I'm gonna do. And, 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 and you know, I don't like to brag, you know. But if you don't like this podcast, I would say you know you could stop listening or give it a few tries. I tend to do. I do tend to grow on people. Because uh, I really don't have any big agenda here other than putting you to sleep and trying to keep making these podcasts. So there's not any secret plans. So I, I do hope it helps you fall asleep. But I am confident that, uh, you know, when I was talking about the cat stuff and then as I've been trying to hopefully that my memory catches up with my brain and says, oh, that's what they're advertising when they said inquiring minds want to know. Maybe it was. Maybe they did have a TV ad campaign where they said, you know, Tom Cruise doesn't wear uh, underwear with waistbands. Really? I think that was a commercial. And then they'd say, Suzanne Stokes, who's Suzanne, uh, what's her name? Suzanne uh, Summers' teeth really are made from chiclets. And you say, who, who wants to know that? Inquiring minds really want to know. I guess there was a National Enquirer in the 80s, maybe. I'm sure someone will let me know. Uh, Johnny Carson uh, drinks, you know, Johnny Carson's glass on stage is filled with uh, tapioca pudding. Well, who who wants to know? Inquiring minds, we really want to know. Uh, but anyway, if your mind was inquiring, I, I, I was saying, I think ideally I've been taking your mind off stuff. You've been like, and you might be like, what is this guy talking about? I'm not sure about this. And let me try to make this is an attempt to create a safe place, a strange safe place. But you're welcome here. And, uh, you know, I hope this podcast can help you. I, I'm a person that overthinks, overworries, and stuff like that. And so, uh, like, like I create a show, like I say, I send my voice across the deep dark night uh, to take your mind off stuff. And, and, and uh, hopefully, this, this podcast helps you out. All you got to do is kick back, and I'll be here for an hour. So if you can't sleep, you know, there's no wrong way to use this show. You could put the sleep timer on so it ends in 45 minutes. You don't have to remember a thing. It won't bother me one bit. But for the few of you that might feel pressure to fall asleep or, you know, they can't fall asleep, I'll be here the whole time. I'll be giving it my all. And obviously my all is to barely come up with a possible, you know, campaign for National Enquirer. They say, like, uh, but I think that's plausible. I think that might have been it. Uh, inquiring minds really want to know. I can I can hear that now echoing in my brain. And I will tonight when I'm sleepless. You know, I'll be picturing Tom Selleck, uh, the, you know, Tom Selleck in his 20s or whatever, uh, in wicked short shorts and, uh, like, floating across the screen of my brain with two people in a grocery store, you know, wondering... You know what the latest gossip on Tom Hanks is, you know, and then uh, Higgins. And unfortunately, I don't know the actor that plays Higgins. TC, you know, then they'll say, why do you want to know? Well, inquiring minds, we really want to know. Anyway, and my main message is I've been sleepless. That's why I make the show, uh, because I can relate to what it's like lying there. And that's why I really hope and I really yearn that this podcast can help you fall asleep. And and that's why I always say thanks for stopping by. Uh, Welcome to another episode of Nuns in Space, our episodic tale, or episodic series of Nuns in Space with our hero Scooter, 
uh, who's uh, flying the ship here, the Monte Carmelo, across space in search of delusion everywhere. Uh, on Scooter's right hand is the Stan, a freestyle soda machine, a best friend, and a software interface, Stan. And the crew of the ship is made up of nuns from Scooter's childhood, uh, which was explained in the pilot. But you really don't need to know because it's episodic. It's just, a nun, just, just, just some nuns. And Scoot's in space. They're in search of the Nichez, a ship that disappeared many, many moons ago. I guess that's not a good thing for if you're in space. Yeah, they've passed a ton of moons. So, yeah, m- m- many, many moons ago. And they follow strings of delusion across space in search of uh, hopes of finding the Chez where the secrets to save the universe are contained. Luckily, whatever is trying to undo the universe is, you know, slowly doing it through delusion. So it's going to take a while. Um, I think that's all you need to know. And each episode's episodic. So that's the setup. Uh, you don't need to know what happened last episode. Usual plot goes, uh, you know, they they try, you know, they do it. You know, it's episodic. They try to do it, and then, uh, you know, maybe they get one step closer, and maybe they get one step further away. And here's our setup. Oh, my friend, you you're looking wonderful. Thank you for buying me a coffee in Los Angeles. Oh, no problem, Antonio. Thanks for saying on air to the public that I hung out with you in Los Angeles. Oh, no, my friend, I was saying it, uh, you know, uh, sarcastically, because you didn't tell me you were in Los Angeles. Yeah, I'm, I'm afraid of people, Antonio, even you. So I, I, I didn't tell anyone I was there, except for, well, the listeners that came to the show. Is Dan, very, is Dan seems like a very nice man. Uh, he is, him and Jeff and Cody, Spencer, everybody, they're so nice. I wish they would have me on the show, but you didn't. Did you tell them you know me? No, because you. Anyway, can you say okay? Is next time you tell me you're in town, could I stay at your house? Of course, you could stay at my house, my friend. Anyway, uh, ladies and gentlemen, the boys and girls, and the friends beyond the binary. It's time for the nuns. In space. Okay, that that was a little intense with that noise. Could you just do one more take in case I have to delete it? Is this one of the takes? Is it the nuns in space? That's much better. That's much better. Okay, thanks so much. Okay, my friend, uh, you do have my gas money. Okay, and anyway, nuns in space, everybody. Uh, hey, pen pal, it's me. You know, of course, it's your pen pal. I guess I kind of just say that, you know, I never know how to do Dear pen pal, it doesn't have to sound a little too formal. It's kind of fun, though, pen pal. Maybe I need to, because I, I do know sometimes need some structure and kind Dear pen pal. I'm, I'm sitting here sending you an audio letter, uh, thinking of you, or I guess imagining you, and that's where my problems always sometimes start, Pen Pal. And that's where this one started, Pen Pal, because you know, like, uh, you know what they say, Pen Pal, and I'm familiar, if you're, if you're probably more familiar than me, but there's a song called Daydream Believer. 
And I think it's about Sleepy Jean. And I don't know if it's by the Beatles or the Monkees. I'm embarrassed to say Pen Pal or someone else. Uh, none of those probably matter to you anyway. Uh, but I, I'm, a, I don't know. I guess I'm, I'm not a, I'm no longer a, day, I'm no longer a daydream believer, pen pal. I don't think I ever was. I'm a daydream b- b- comforter because I have this part of me, uh, you know, that uh, uses daydreams uh, to escape for, I escape into my daydream thoughts to escape my thoughts. And you know, pen pal, I always figured that was great because I had a place to go, you know where I could at least be, you know, where I was actually, com- command, you know, metaphorically commanding my own ship. And, you know, I guess as people have tried to understand, I don't think I ever had, like, an actual construct because I knew their fantasy. Just my fantasy would be to be competent uh, or, I guess, more, you know, highly competent in all context, you know, in all contexts where I could be highly incompetent on the other side, and I have this pendulum-like thing. But until this recent thing happened, Pen Pal, I didn't realize, uh, you know, this, I don't know, actually, I didn't record anything, but this this planet, it doesn't matter. I, I'm sure I'm going to, like, because I have something I'm nervous about here that I'm going to explain to you that, the, the, again, this issue is going to come right back up for me to grapple with. Well, let me see if I can explain it to you. So I have this part of me that says that, you know, when I'm in, well, now with the nuns, I actually have an external team of people that agree with this part of me. And the data seems to be kind of skewing in their direction that, uh, if anything in my hands will, will cause, I mean, they're saying it's going to cause the doom of the universe. I usually just have it in the ego way that it's going to cause my doom and trouble. And, you know, if I ever get back to Earth to fix things, you know, the the, the mess I left behind there, it, it kind of did. But it, there's pretty high stakes when you'd think it would lower the stakes, but I, it never works that way. Okay, anything, so anything I do is going to end in doom. That would seem to lower the stakes, but for some reason it makes me made me feel anxious, you know. Yeah, but I never realized. I said, "Well, geez, it's just who I am, or whatever." And then I would just start daydreaming, and I guess that was a way of self-soothing, pen pal, or was it? That's what I innocently thought uh, until I realized that that part of me also raises the stakes. It says, "Oh, you're going to have some comfort here." When you're perfectly competent uh, or highly competent, obscenely highly competent, uh, then all your troubles are going to go away. If only you could just, you know, see this movie I'm playing for you. Look at how suave you are. And, it's, you know, and I didn't realize how high it late, late, late raised the stakes, pen pal. That not only was it unattainable, me being competent, yeah, unattainable, yeah. Highly obscenely incompetent, uh, but that it, it like set me up so I was on either side. I had a long way to fall, or so it, it was like any. But so why am I talking about the? Oh, because I'm nervous, Ben Pal, and I'm just vacillating between those two states. But how would all? How did it all come up? Right, like, uh, and why am I kind of like you'd say? Well, at least you're not blindly blundering like normal. Or some of the sisters would say that. Also, I get the sisters' names mixed up, Penvale. I don't know if I've been doing that all in the recordings. But I think the sisters, because now I just assume, I try not to say their names. But for you, so for you, it's probably even more confusing. 
because I wish I would so sisterly and hopefully is the one I've been playing board games with. And we've been playing games so long, we've kind of run out because we've been trying to do like, you know, games based on not technology. You know, the, the whole blue screen thing, they never figured that out. So, uh, and then we got, so then we got, but like we, uh, I don't know, we've gotten really bored uh, because you can only play these games so many times. Uh, so then we said, uh, we, we each took a board game board and we said let's make our own games and then we'll take turns playing them then we realized that we would we would, so then i came up with this idea just 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 recently because it turns out we're neither one of us are great at making a, a whole game and i said let's play half of one of my games and half of one of your games like because the boards line up their board standard board game boards i don't know if uh, let's just assume you know what that is pen pal I guess you'd say it's half of a square, but I think it's half of a rectangle. But so, sister and I, we decided to play like as if it was one game. And I said, "Oh boy, this is going to be fun!" And also, it was a way to introduce our new games in a like in a random way. Also, neither one of us we'd kind of had a lot of like letdowns with these new games uh, that we had come up with. And my game was called Finding Gartok because I said, well, let me gamify this search for Gartok and maybe my subconscious. So it was a quest, you know, two players on the board. You know, you spin the dial. Uh, we have a leftover life spinner. I don't know why I said life spin, pal. So uh, Finding Gartok, pretty simple. Uh, also pretty much like life, but with Gartok because that's the board I was using um, anyway, not, not that important, but that was the game. And then sister, she, I guess she has a thing for Selena, which you might have to look up. Selena, uh, was a singer in the 1990s, maybe pen pal. And then there was a movie with uh, J-Lo, who was an actress in the 2000s. And uh, after that, maybe even in the 1990s, uh, Anyway, maybe I may have, might have my dates wrong, but Selena was a famous singer that Sister Leanne loved, and I guess she liked the movie. And let's just say, you know, this is a game is called Saving Selena, so why would you need to save Selena? You just play the game, that's what I would say, but play half of it. Uh, but here's where the magic happened. Actually, the games were pretty much both based on life, because... Uh, uh, or some other game. Anyway, it was a bit like life. Uh, and maybe that's why the games are, no offense to Milton Bradley or the Barker Brothers or whatever, but uh, uh, even renaming the game and changing around, I guess Sister and I, we didn't really build the games from the ground up. We just redid the boards. Uh, but here's where the kicker is, Pen Pals. So she's sister in her, all her brilliance. She had this career thing with the life, like at some point in life, you got to choose your career. But Selena had our, like, we, I guess we're some, uh, um, what is it, omnipotent or whatever, benevolent third party for guiding Selena. But she had this, this career boost section for Selena. And as I was trying to, I was pretending I was trying to save Selena to find Gartok. I, you know, I was trying to get myself in the game zone. 
and it's taken very seriously. I guess I method game, you know, like I get really into it. And so I was really into it. And then the career boost game, and you, there's different things you could do to boost, you know, Selena's career, some of which are, you know, not. I said, sister, that is, a, and she said, whatever works, you know, you got to be a realist. But the one I chose was uh, TV time. And then you roll some dice to see if you get good interviews or whatever. But you like ended up that Selena. I booked the big interview with Selena. Did or I did for Selena. So, so I'm having trouble saying Selena. Selena Penpal, S E L E N A. Lovely, lovely, lovely voice. And so the, then I said, "Wait a second, I'm going to find Gar Talk." By, but and they said, "Wait a second, sister." You know, I can't talk about, I can't spend too much time on entertainment out here in sub in subspace and then trying to get subspace, uh, pick up some, some kind of subspace entertainment sometime, like kind of like heading too, too complicated, pen pal. And since I can only, you know, give Earth metaphors, you know, they used to have over-the-air TV, and I still have an antenna, and every once in a while, if I'm bored, I'll hook it up, and then I'll go through the channels. This doesn't have anything to do with the board game either, by the way, Pen Pal. No one won because I gave up at this point because I said, I've got a plan uh, to find Gartok. Sister's also a method gamer, so she said, to save Selena, Madre de Dios. And I said, no, 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 sister. He said, no, 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 to find Gartok for real. Because we could watch some subspace broadcasts, and there was this, I guess, this hugely popular show called Long Lost Buddies. And it's a very, it was a very popular show, Long Lost Buddies, or it is. Uh, and, uh, you know, the show is hosted by this creature, a humanoid creature called Dolcia, Dolcia. And it's two Dolcias in a row, Dolcia, Dolcia. I think you say it like that, but though, though, though I'm not positive because I'm nervous, pen pal. Because I pitched, I said, what if we go on this show? Uh, they reunite people with their long-lost buddies, especially in space. This is not a strange thing. You know, people are getting separated in space. Planets are being discovered and undiscovered. And it's always a good story. And one of the ways they do it is they have an intro episode where you, like, sometimes they edit it all together. But anyway, I said, let's get in touch with this the, the, the show, Long Lost Buddies. We did some research. It wasn't that far from where we were. The sisters, they, they, they didn't hate the idea because they, they said, what are you going to do? I said, well, I'll go on there. And we'll, my, Gar Talk is my long lost buddy. And then they said, well, isn't Steve really? And I said, no, no, I loathe Gartok, his business associate that I dislike. And I bought, you know, purchased Stan from. Hold on, Stan's, I'm keeping Stan off the mic right now, pen pal, just because I'm nervous. Um, So, but I didn't, then I didn't think about, so then the sister said, okay, okay. Uh, they said, so I'm, I'm in the quartermaster quarters right now by myself. I've isolated myself because then I said, oh, wait a second. I'll actually have to go on the show, Long Lost Buddies. And it goes out across the universes and is like a very, like, so I said, oh boy, I'm nervous here. 
And then I started thinking, what would I do? Because I actually don't like it. I said, well, I could, I guess I could act. And then I said, yeah, I'll just do an ode to, to, to Gartok. Oh, where, oh, where is my little Gartok gone? Oh, where could my Gartok be? And then I told the nuns about that. Uh, they said, no, no. So we're doing a rehearsal right now. So hold, hold on, pen pal, because they get a well, uh, you could walk with me. Uh, but yeah, just, so, so we're going to do a rehearsal. And they said, don't do the where, where the Gartok be. Just you just uh, talk about Gartok. And I said, well, they said, so we're going to go down for the rehearsal. Hey, sisters, I'm ready for the rehearsal. Okay, what's standing my mark? I thought, is, is this a real rehearsal? You're taking every, ready for air? Okay. Hey, pen pal, it's me. It's, we're going live, I guess. Five, four, three, two, one. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me on, Deluca. Dolcia, Dolcia. Yeah. Uh I'm from Earth, uh, the Earth, the new, that new planet that got covered up in clouds. It was, it's hard to reach. Yep, that one. Oh, my friend. Yeah, my friend. It's great. Yeah. Thanks, Dolcia, Dolcia. Yeah, it's great to be on. We're live. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, so a friend, Gartok, and I really want to see Gartok again. What do I miss about Gartok? His friend, our friendship, and uh, so we shared a lot of sodas together. Why? What do I miss most about Gartok? Like being for because it's my buddy. I've long, long lost my lost my friend Gartok, my buddy. Okay, what exactly do I miss the most? How does it make me feel? Oh, how does it make me feel? When I think about Gartok being gone and where where my Gartok could be, I feel, I, I just think, no, no, my Gartok's gone. Yeah. Um... What is some koala Gartok? It's good, 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 great, great, great stuff. And, uh, you know, I think about, I mean, I prefer to communicate in odes when I think about Gartok. No odes? No, no, yeah, odes like uh, Gartok, uh, Artok, Martok, Montok. That's not an ode, that's just rhyming. The Gartok is gone, aware, that's just repeating. Okay, so can we just cut police with the rehearsal? Can we just all this glaring along with the lights is stressing me out. I did not bomb. I didn't bomb. I did. I did my best. I, I answered. I think I was very sympathetic about where I'm missing Gartok. It's the international broadcast. Okay, then they'll just cut it. You're saying they're not going to air that. If it's like that, they'll throw me out of the studio. Well, I mean, I think I'll do fine, sisters. It's okay. I, I think it's going to be fine. It was a disaster. Well, I think, you, you know, your you, you, your criticism and meanness is not going to encourage me. What will encourage me? I think I, I think I, if I can do an ode, I think I, if I'd, I'd prefer to do an ode. I think 
No one's going to go for an ode? What do you mean? Like, what about a space ode? Uh, Gartok, my friend that I miss. My odes are terrible. Why can't I be less nervous? Uh, because you're making me more nervous. Thanks, sisters. This is a pretty good idea. My first good idea. I mean, if one of you wants to go on. No, none of you want to go on. Of course, yeah, because you're right. So if none of you are going to replace me, I mean, I guess what I could do, I think if I just curl up in the fetal position till the till we get there for the broadcast, it'll be good. I'll just get under my blankets. Blankets, that's a good idea. Oh, like Sister Leanne? I don't think we could gamify it. I don't think that's going to help me. I mean, Sister Leanne might be nice. Oh, you're going to tell me what to say when we go on the show. Okay. So I'll bring Sister... Okay, so how, how... Sister Leanne doesn't want to go on. Oh, Sister Leanne just needs to pretend it's, uh, she's going on for Selena. Sister Leanne, do you think that'll work? I guess I could think about it, it, it like Selena, too, because I kind of like... Uh, I could pretend it's J-Lo for me. I mean, I like... I see, I feel sympathetic. Yeah, like I could give her... But yeah, I could have feelings for J... I mean, J-Lo... I mean, I don't have strong feelings, I'm not going to lie, but in the gamification, and I know Sister has strong feelings for Selena. I mean, as long as we get it, you're right that this is, that uh, like, if we can get this broadcast for Gartok, it'll help us, right? They're going to find Gartok for us. Well, I think I'm glad you're trying to build me up uh, instead of break me down. So we're going to pretend we're looking for Selena. Okay, let's start again. What is sister? Uh, can we be brother and sister and not? Uh, can we be the fag, the friends of Gartok society or something? Just ready. Okay, go ahead. Get ready. I'm ready. Well, thanks, Dolcia Dolcia. Thank you for, for having me on with my show, on your show. Yeah, I'm here with my sister here. Yeah, my sister Nicola here. You have, we're here. We've, whoa, thank you so much for having us on. Don't repeat myself. Don't repeat what you're saying. Pretend this is a live broadcast. Sorry, it's hard when you're talking in my ears. Okay, let's, can we take it from the top again? Okay. Sister, how you doing? Just pretend it's Selena. Okay, sister... I just don't have like a clear vision of JLo or Selena in my head. I don't know if I ever did. I have a vague vision. Picture someone else. That'll just mix it. That'll be worse. Uh, I can do it. I can do it. Don't worry, sister. I, I can be an actor. I think I can be an actor. Okay. Thank you, Dolcia Dolcia, for having us on. Oh, my sister, uh, Nicole, and I are here. And we're just so torn on the inside. We're just we're just rendered because our we've been we're here in search of our long lost buddy. So much more when you use the word buddy, it has the right a number amount of softness. And we know it captures so much more than just a buddy for us, right, sister Nicola? Right. She's she's too overcome to speak. She's just communicating with her eyes and her mouth and her quivering lip and, and dolcia, dolcia. But yeah, we've come across the universe to send out a plea uh, to help find our long-lost buddy, Selena. 
your Gartok. Yeah, she, 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 could they, Gartok is good, has, has been, has gone from our lives. And we were just so torn up about it. The last we saw Gartok was on, it was, I think it was Bengal base, Earth, and yeah, far Earth orbit. And that was the day, you know, wasn't it something with Gartok has a lot of fans, not just us, you know, fans of Gartok. We call them FOG, Fog. And there was that fog around Earth. And it separated us from our friend Gartok. And we don't know if Gartok's on Earth. Oh, but we're so torn. We are. Uh, so could you please, anyone out there, help us find our friend Gartok? Cut, right? That's, that's pretty good, huh, sisters? As long as I listen to you, I'll be fine. Okay, well, just do so, so, so I just do it like that. I may have to answer some questions, but you'll answer them for me. So I shouldn't do any of my own thinking, right? Uh, great, this is it's terrific. I can't wait. Uh, oh, we're approaching, Victor. Okay. Well, hey, Pemtail, that went pretty pretty okay. Sister, how you doing? Miss Selena, so you're just going to stay in, in character. Okay. Yeah, I can't do that because I don't have a, I don't have an emotional connection to either one of those. Pretend Gartok. Like well, I guess I could try that. Uh, Gartok's uh, Selena is a little bit weird, but uh, thanks, sister. Okay, hey, pen pal, I'll be right back. I'm gonna um, uh, get out the ship and stuff, and I guess I don't know if they put makeup on me. Hey, Penpal, it's me. It turns out uh, uh, the people that work in wardrobe and makeup still, like, uh, they either lo- love me or love laughing with uh, with with me and sympathy, laughing at, like, something like, uh, what's that called, Fraunhofer, Zeitgeist, and it's not one of those, it's the other one, Schunder, Schunderweiss, but... Uh, they do, but not in a mean way. However, there's been a very few times I've gotten makeup, like powder puffed on me and wardrobed. But they always love dressing me and makeuping me. And, of course, you know, my hair always gets a lot of, you know, laughs and puzzled looks because it's not human hair, it's fur. Um... And, you know, because I don't, like they say, well, can you move your hips in those pants? They say, I don't know where my hips are. I don't know what, I don't, I can't control my hips. And then they say, well, can you relax your shoulders while I put this on you? And they say, no, I can't, I don't know how to, I can't do that. I'm trying, I'm relaxed. And they say, no, you're not. And they seem to give me extra powder puffs or whatever you call that stuff. And, you know, I guess some of it's a comedy. So I think I was at my, I was, I was, I was doing great during the makeup and the wardrobe. You know, because whatever I was wearing, they said, oh, you can't wear that. And they said, oh, we said, uh, well, great, uh, terrific. What do you, have? and they said, oh, well, we have something. I don't know, what anyway, pen pal, it doesn't matter. Uh, so I'm just here with sister. We're, I'm just trying to pretend this is like a board, like a live board game, right, sister? This is all or nothing moment. Clearly, I mean, just like in life, I guess in the game, more or less, you're either going to roll a lot of sixes or twelves, or I guess you're spinning. 
uh, or you're not. And then so you'll either win or you'll lose. And then say, well, if you get a doctor and you're behind, you still say into chance. And there's some randomness that, you know, if there's enough players. Uh, but mostly once you get that career, you're stuck with it and you hope you get lucky or you get a lot of good roles. Uh, good luck. Uh, and that's kind of what this appearance, I think, is history. It's, I, I, I've been... I've been picturing myself acing this, sister. I tell you, I've been using positive, uh, positively perfect visual imagery, even when I've tried to stop, uh, because I don't think it works. I to prove proven that, but that I said, man, I, I, you should have seen these jokes I was telling Delucia, Deluke, Dolcia, Dolcia. Like I was totally crushing it, and then I was also seeing the downside. Um. But then I thought about the reality. I said, well, I said, I guess if they, uh, I said, you know, how could things, and I said, oh, yeah, they can always get worse, right, sister? But I think we're just going to, this is all or nothing. This will be the thing that helps me find Gartok. We'll, we'll find your ship, and I'll be, you know, then I'll get, have to go deal with the other stuff at Earth, ideally, and and, and also to start playing, you know, all the, some of the other things I have to deal with, and, you know. So that's why I don't think about it with that side. It just much if I think so. If I you know if I do really good, sister, you know maybe there's like a Selena like figure out there that would join our ship and you know that 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 she and I could be you know that we could share the quartermaster quarters and she could sing for you like she could be your best friend because you've been thinking about that. Oh, you just want to save Selena. You don't care. You don't need anything from her. I don't know. Well, you could, you, you, maybe we could, when I'm done role playing with this, uh, Selena figure, you could role play like in, okay, never mind. You're right. It's just as simple as if we, we're going to do great, sister. We are going to do terrific. And we're going to do this for JLo and we're going to do it for Selena and we're going to do it from the, for the crew, you know, obviously because the, the stakes with your crew don't remind you about the crew of the Niches. Well, this is as much for them and the universe. So no pressure. I mean, if we're not perfect, that those are the stakes. Uh, maybe the, maybe there's like a, a chance we could discover an alternative universe where we could actually save Selena. Sorry, sister, I didn't mean to cause you emotional. Oh, boy, it's time for it. Pen pal, I'll be back. I'll talk to you after the appearance. Uh, hey, pen pal, it's me. Um, just got off stage. It's uh, It didn't go good, pen, pen pal. I think we were booed, and it was a live, it was a live broadcast. Uh, uh, like, uh, I mean, I don't know how fast these waves travel. They said something about it being amplified, uh, but it didn't, it didn't, it didn't, it went worse than bad, pen pal. Just like I said, you know, it could happen like that. It, it kind of did. Um, now I can't take total blame because the nuns were in my ears and they're still in my ears. I, well, I took them out. Sister, sister Leanne's still, they're listening She's listening to the noise, so that was that was distracting. Actually, can they hear that, sister? Good. Yeah, they can listen into this uh, because it would have gone poorly enough. But with the sisters yelling at me and uh, 
uh, trying to course correct, as they said. Uh, I mean, like it can't when you're froze. When you're frozen, it doesn't help to have somebody say, "Pull it together," you know, in your ears. Uh, but that didn't happen. It, it didn't happen right away, Pen Pal. What happened was, you know, it started slow with me kind of stumbling and mixing up Gartok and Selena and J-Lo. And I guess because we should have had Stan up here, but it, there's no, you know, there's no uh, software interfaces or things, you know, out on the show. Because Stan was the one that made the call, you know, that got us booked on the show. Uh, but so at first, it couldn't do anything. And then the sister started yelling, and then I said, you know, first we're here for Selena. And then it was like, uh, then the host said, well, what's your favorite, just like in the, what's your favorite part about Gartok? And I said, well, t- t- tentacles. And then he said, he said to my sister, you know, uh, she, she, I said, well, my, my sister doesn't speak. But then she said, the joy, joy is singing, because they said, well, no, 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 we need to know it's your, your long-lost buddy. And she said, well, the joy is singing, and then that, that caught the host's attention. So, okay, the, the, tell me more about Gartok's joy is singing. And I said, it, it's like the, like the song of a bird combined with the song of, uh, like, a, a demigod, you know, like a, but for lack of a better term, an angel. And they said a tentacled angel. And I said exactly like, like a young girl who's become a woman, and you know, have had a domineering father figure, and now is about to set out on her own. But she 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 she's trusting, and trying to find her way. And this is why we miss her so, Gartok so. And then this is when the sisters started yelling because it gets the hosts and the audience, you know. I wasn't aware of it. I was actually in the zone. I was just picturing like a tentacle J-Lo. And it was working. I thought it was working. But I guess uh, they they said, you know, it wasn't. And, and Sister Leanne was, just started, had started singing I guess Selena songs. I didn't. I didn't hear any of it because I guess I was kind of having a brownout or blackout or whatever. Because uh, then I couldn't. Once the sisters were yelling, and then I was trying to say, "Okay," they, and they said, "Wait, I don't know why they didn't just pick one of them to yell." And then the host said, "So, like a song." And then the host said, "Dude, just this. Your friend Gartok sounds a." Uh, uh, just like Latina pop icon Selena. And then the audience started bowing. And I said, just like, just, that was just, just like Selena. You're, you're Selena? Who's Selena? And then they, you know, talked to and they said, you know, are you familiar with the movie by uh, uh, J-Lo, Jennifer Lopez? And I said, "Oh, the Ed, with Edward James almost? You mean that movie, the, that one, the with Edward James almost?" And then the host said, "You wasting my time? Is this a joke? Are you trying to?" And he said, "No, we're we're trying to save our friend Gartok." Uh, 
Uh, and then they said, cut the feet, you know, and then that was it. The host said, you know, the host was not happy. Audience wasn't happy. They cut the broadcast. The host said, you know, can't believe this. And then we had to go get, had to go return the wardrobe. And so we're back here and they said, sister, turn your back while I change out of my clothes. No, no staffs back here. But you know what, Penfield, I really feel bad about this because Sister's really upset because the, the, the other nuns are very upset because uh, they, you know, it pretty clear it was a great plan until it was enacted. And uh, uh, if, if I don't see how it could have gone any differently, though, Penfield, but I know I feel bad about this. I, I'm sorry, Sister Leanne. And I'm sorry that I don't have a mechanism to deal with the conflict with the other nuns to manage their behavior. And so he's repeating this pattern. I thought I had it sorted out. Uh, but I think what honestly happened, Pen Pal, was that I forgot about the human aspect of this whole thing. And what makes the Long Lost Buddies work is that there's real, it's non-fiction, it's, you know, it's got a little fictional bent to it, uh, you know, to give us some fa-fa-voom, but that it was the real people looking for, or real beings looking for real beings, long lost in outer space. And that I should have developed a story around that, that, you know, that has a feel to it, like maybe I should have been... Uh, maybe I should have been the, the Selena's father and that I chased her away. I should have gone with that. Uh, so that, uh, you know, but I really feel bad. I guess like I'm ashamed that, uh, uh, I guess I didn't have, I don't know, Pen Pal. I'm really down about this because if I, maybe I could have just been honest and been like, uh, that Gartok's not my buddy. In that we came here to appear on this show, uh, because Gartak, you know, they have a best friend that's a soda machine, a freestyle soda machine, and software interface. Oh, who I had met the moment the machine went sentient in a Burger King in Alameda, California, and we struck up a fast friendship, uh, also having to do with my soda addiction. And, you know, many visits to Burger King, crushes on Burger King workers, increasing my, you know, a cyclical friendship uh, with a sentient soda machine that then, you know, when we were exposed to outer space, I think it was in some scientists had also been in there, some, you know, that, of course, said they had the ability to go. Anyway, that's my, then Gartok stole my best friend or gained ownership and Gartok's probably behind all the stuff with Earth, and, you know, I had to cheat Gartok, and probably in Gartok's opinion, if you would talk to Gartok, uh, how to stand, to save Stan from servitude to Gartok, but Gartok really set me up with these nuns who I'm now trapped on a ship with. My only hope to the nuns from my childhood, by the way, uh, Dolcia, Dolcia, the, 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 the nuns, you know, they're still yelling in my ear because they say I'm not going to be a good guest. And then I've been, I'm on a spaceship with them. And, you know, part of me feels like right and wrong that I'm supposed to help them. And I also drank some um, 
a cloud of delusion, so I'm, I can detect delusion better than anyone in the universe. Feel free to put jokes in there, uh, Dulcia Dulcia. And I just want to find Gartok so I can, one, because Gartok's up to no good and people should know about it. Two, uh, because, uh, like, we could get some answers and then maybe find this missing ship that uh, has some serious stuff on it that could affect the future of the universe. And that's all I really want to do is try to help these nuns uh, get off my back by continuing on their mission. Save the universe because I got to live in it. Uh, and I tell you what, it'd be a lot nicer if it was around to live in. And also this gives me time to avoid all the messes I've left behind. And also it was pretty mundane existence in navigating a ship across a cloud of delusion. It was really boring. Well, not boring because it was also, uh, you know, very, uh, whatever you call it, surreal, but it was boring too. So if anyone here, like if we could just call this one episode Long Lost Buddies in quotes, and you could just help me track Gartok down, that'd be great. Uh, and maybe everybody could just, because we were going to come on here and pretend it was the beloved Latina pop icon, Selena. Long, you know, it was torn from our breasts too soon. Uh and because we, we like, uh, because we don't like our talk, really, we like the universe, you know, so if you, you know, you don't want to say about the universe was my long lost buddy. Because no one will be saying it, probably, depending on how, you know, belief systems and whatever, you know, dark matter, quarks, any of that stuff, you know, could come into play. Oh, wait, here's the sister. Here comes Dolcea. My mic's still hot. Oh, boy. Is that an insult because I did so bad? No, my mic's still hot. Oh, you've been listening in from the control room? What was I saying? Well, I was saying that Gart, did you, I guess you maybe heard what I said. Gartok's a jerk. Uh, I guess I'm a jerk, too. Different kind of jerk, though. I'm a small-scale jerk. And I guess I got got nervous about being on the show. And I'm not, I guess I've never been on. I've never been on Long Lost Buddies before. But we want to find. Okay, you got all that. Uh, why weren't we honest with you? Because uh, because uh, honesty's too scary. We because we, we figured if we could just put a description of Gartok out there, and then people would call in. You broadcast my tirade. And it's doing, people love it. Uh, most of the audience tuned out, though. Well, yeah, I mean, that's just, I just got, I just uh, had to go. I was just telling my pen, I have a pen pal, or I will one day, I guess. Uh, Dulcia, Dulcia. And uh, so meet my pen pal. That's uh, nice to meet you uh, on behalf of my pen pal. Well, yeah, I guess it's just like it's hard because I, I, I guess I wanted to come on the, here and be all, all, uh, obscenely competent at uh, tracking down Gartok. And I thought I would just come on and be like, you know, Gartok, this is my best friend. How would you have felt if I did any odes? No odes. Well, that's good, I guess, because I didn't do any odes. 
Uh, but it's hard being me because I guess I can't win with my brain is what I'm saying. Uh, well, in, in the end, I did great. You will. Thanks, Dolcia, Dolcia. And it's kind of hard for a sister here because she's kind of saddled with being my security blanket. So I feel bad for her. But I guess what you're saying is there's going to be some good out of this because we should get some good info on Gartok, right? Uh, there's thousands of messages coming in. That's awesome. So you could send those to my ship's computer. Uh, you have to tell me what, oh, most of all those messages are all, every message you show is almost always a fake. Okay, well, you could just send them uh, to my ship's computer anyway, I guess. I mean, you think you're like a tentacled uh, a purveyor of delusion. Somebody could spot uh, Degar talk, right? Well, thanks, Dolce, Dolce. I appreciate you having me. Oh, yeah, the makeup, you want to puff, powder puff my face, too? Okay, go ahead. Maybe we should have just done that on the air, huh? Okay, thank you. Well, Pimpel, I'm going to head back to the ship with sister here. Sister, sister, you heard. Maybe they'll find, maybe we'll find Selena, sister. Yeah, I can't wait to get back to the ship either. I mean, I guess in the end, uh, it all worked out how it was supposed to, kind of. Uh, yeah, sister, I realize it's kind of a pain being with me. It's hard be I mean, I don't mean it will. It is hard being me, sister, believe it or not. And I guess it's just as hard being affiliated with me. Uh, but I did have the idea. And in the end, we guess that we saw the idea won't bear. For, but hopefully it will. We don't know that, right, sister? Why are we, why are we going into all or nothing thinking? Oh, because the host said that nothing was going to come of this. Yeah. I mean, what if we go, how about we sit out here and we play, uh, if you, do, do, do you ever daydream about to, to like, uh, like a Selena? Well, yeah, like, let's pretend these, uh, this, uh, sidewalk here is this little giant Selena game board. Okay, sister. Uh, what are you going to do next to save Selena? Uh, your choice, okay, throw that rock and I'll tell you which. Oh, you got a four. Please take four steps. Oh, you're on payday, sister. Selena just secured a gig at uh, the Palladium or something. Oh, I, I landed on, to skip my turn. Go ahead, sister, roll again. Oh, wow, you got a uh, uh, fan club manager, sister. What are you going to do? Oh, you're going to ban the fan club. Oh, boy, sister. Oh, dear. You rolled one, sister. Fans uh, demand a fan club. So you're going to have to find another solution. Roll again. Oh, boy. Uh, Selena's dad wants to, to, to manage the tour. Yes or no? No. Smart move, sister. You're doing great, sister. Let's keep playing this for a while. Hey, pen pal, good night. I'll talk to you later. I want to thank some iTunes reviews. Uh, Diane B, weird, wacky, wonderful. Uh, puts me asleep every night. Never get to the end of the episode. Hypnotized by Scooter Sweet, stammering, scratchy voice. Uh, it took me a couple of times. Love stories and cultural references.
And that's uh, five stars. Then we have one star from Seattle X. So you can't stand this. So the host voice annoyed me. Uh, then we have Mama OFJZ. Uh, best way to fall asleep. Been listening for a long time. Uh, but, you know, there's other stuff that wakes me up. This host with monotone voices just, and just weird enough stories helps me get more hours in a row. Perfect. Uh, Timmy D.E.C., great relaxer at the end of the day. After a hard day, it's great to unwind with sleep with me. Not only does it help me sleep, but also helps me feel good and happy. Screw does a great job. If you feel uncertain at night or you're stressing about something, try the podcast. Really can't recommend it enough. Uh, really works. That's from Leslie Ann. Leslie Ann. Um, Try to listen to the podcast when I couldn't sleep. It's distracting enough to allow your body to relax and fall asleep. It works so well for me. Worth checking out. Thank you. Uh, G8L. Great L. Gradle. Gradle. Fantastic. Brilliant, funny, and healthier than sleep meds. Thanks. Uh, well, thank you. Uh, snore friend, boar friend. That's from MMNM Jezebel. I've uh, been sleeping for six months and it works. Uh, well worth becoming a patron. I usually fall asleep during the intro, but when I don't, I manage to hear his pure genius. Uh, rambling, hilarious stories, sometimes hilarious, uh, filled with complex characters and plots. Uh, you'd imagine for something that puts you asleep, and it does every time, distracts you without engaging your tired mind too much. Also check out uh, Sleep to Strange. You could start with Sleep to Me and then load up your playlist with Sleep to Strange episodes. Thanks, Scooter. Thanks, NM Jezebel. Uh, it works. It's from A.B. Pharaoh. Uh, love this podcast. I hard time sleeping, and it's been a godsend of weirdness. You got it. Thank you. That was five stars. This is one star. Shorty 82. Awful. Absolutely awful. They even used alliteration against me. Uh, excited to hear this after reading the reviews. Then extremely disappointed. Annoying and weird. Can't even make a where he's saying this is a slow motion. It sucks. I have to understand. It's a complete waste of time. Uh, how about this one, though? B-S-J-J-M-T-S-K. Listen every night. We've struggled for sleep for years. My mind races and I feel anxious. This podcast is just coherent enough, but just gibberish enough to turn off my mind and go to sleep. Love it. Thank you. And then Nocturnal. That's funny. Nocturne all, like T-U-R-N-A-L-L. That's very witty. Uh, from the USA, thank you. Can't get past the first five minutes. Not that I want to fall asleep. It just happens. How about Mem, Matt, Nab Melbourne? Uh, that's an NAB Melbourne from Australia. Works possibly addictive. Uh, smile when a new episode appears. It's a calm, safe place to go. Put stressful thoughts aside. Uh, Scoots and the crew are fun to listen to. Thanks. Thank you. A uh, horrible voice. This voice sucks. Too slow and annoying stutter. Utter, utter. That's from just something. I'd stutter if I said their screen name. That was in Canada. Unbelievable. This is Geek the Gamer. Never thought you'd make it to sleep so fast. 10 out of 10. Thanks, Geek the Gamer. How about this one coming in from Sunny World 85 in Canada? Excellent. Podcast, excellent to fall asleep. 
I had some difficulty sleeping lately, but I've been sleeping easier since I discovered the podcast. Give it a shot. Thank you, Sunny World. And then random person, uh, 22, 22, 11, 11, 5. Uh, they say this podcast is the most boring thing I've ever heard, so it works great. Five stars. Thank you, random person. And thanks, everybody, for reviewing the show over at Sleep On Me Podcast, slash iTunes. Good night.